Welcome to Talkin' Truth, the podcast that brings together conservative pastor Brian Clark and famous comedian Dan Whitney, a.k.a. Larry the Cable Guy. Get her done. Today, Brian shares a timely message about skillful living from the book of Proverbs. But first, Dan welcomes his friend and fellow comedian, Jim Brewer, as he joins them to talk truth and have a little fun. <laughs> Here's Dan. Before Brian starts this fabulous message, mm-hmm. welcome to our little podcast that we have here. I have a special guest with me again this week. Last Three shows, of course, have been awesome, and that was uh, with probably one of my greatest friends in the whole world, Mr. Jeff Foxworthy, and we are so happy to have him. And this week, I got a buddy of mine I've known for over 30 years, my buddy Jimmy Brewer, who is probably one of the funniest men in America, and I'm happy to have him as my guest. For all you people tuning in for the first time, this show is about how much Jesus loves us and what he can do for you and your heart, how he can make and give you a heart change. And we're trying to let the world know that politics isn't going to solve the problems of the day. No human being is going to solve the problems of the day. Jesus Christ can solve the problems of the day if you just let him take control of your life. We just want to share that with you. We're regular cats. We have regular lives, just different. Jimmy and I, of course, were entertainers, but we know where the truth lies. And we've got our Bible goggles on, and we are fine-tuning them, and we definitely know we are in a battle of good and evil spiritual warfare that people can't see around them. But anyway, with that said, here's my buddy Brian, who's got some nice messages for us, and then we'll comment afterwards. This is all on the Proverbs. Several years ago, I was in Southern California, headed from my hotel to the airport to fly back home. I knew my way to LAX, but turned on the navigational equipment in the rental car just to be extra sure. I was on a familiar expressway when the navigational voice told me to turn off up ahead. What? I thought. That's not right. Not only had I lived in Southern California for several years, I drove a tow truck there. I was very familiar with the roads. I knew I was right, and the digital voice of the so-called expert was wrong. Now, I'm not a big fan of all this technology, so with great pleasure, I turned off the voice and proceeded on my way. Well, what do you know? Soon I started seeing signs for lane closures due to construction. Before I knew it, we were down to one lane and traffic stopped as far as the eye could see. Hmm, oops. Maybe I should have listened. The Proverbs warns us of making the same mistake in life. One way our desire to be our own God manifests itself is in believing our way is the right way. Proverbs says, There is a way which seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. Or what about this one? Every man's way is right in his own eyes. Or what about this one? Do you see a man wise in his own eyes? There is more hope for a fool than for him. You see, the Bible warns us that the enemy is a liar and a deceiver. And the very essence of deception is we think we're right, but we're not. So what is a person to do? You're listening to this podcast because you don't want to mess up your life. So how do we avoid that? Well, the consistent message of the Bible is we need to humble ourselves to listen and to learn. 
God is the voice we need to listen to. He always gets it right. Proverbs states, take hold of instruction. Do not let her go. Guard her, for she is your life. It also says, the fear of the Lord is a fountain of life that one may avoid the snares of death. God is there for us. Okay, great. But what happens when we drift off course and God has to correct us? The reality is we're all going to stray from time to time. This is a confusing world, and sometimes very sincere people lose their way. The big question, what happens then? Well, the good news is God loves us too much to stand idly by and do nothing. He will correct us for our own good to get us back on the right path. That is, if we receive his correction. This is typically where the trouble lies. Proverbs says, A fool rejects his father's discipline, but he who regards reproof is sensible. Or what about this one? Cease listening, my son, to discipline, and you will stray from the words of knowledge. Add to this one. A man who wanders from the way of understanding will rest in the assembly of the dead. Now, no one likes to be corrected. Our tendency is to bow our necks and insist we're not wrong. Proverbs warns a man who hardens his neck after much reproof will suddenly be broken beyond remedy. It also states he who trusts in his own heart is a fool but he who walks wisely will be delivered. We started our study of Proverbs learning that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Fear means to surrender to God as God and to forfeit our insistence that we be our own gods. Proverbs reminds us, Blessed is the man who fears always, but he who hardens his heart will fall into calamity. When we lose our way, we need to remember these encouraging words. Do not reject the discipline of the Lord or loathe his reproof. For whom the Lord loves, he reproves, even as a father corrects the son in whom he delights. You know, God doesn't correct us out of his anger or disgust with us. He corrects us because he loves us and he delights in us and he wants us to find life. Knowing this is true, the proverb states, Whoever loves discipline loves knowledge, but he who hates reproof is stupid. It also states the way of the fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man is he who listens to counsel. The Proverbs reminds us a wise son accepts his father's discipline, but a scoffer does not listen to rebuke. So maybe you didn't have a wise or loving father growing up. Maybe your parents were harsh or abusive. This can often cause us to view our Heavenly Father the same way. We take his correction as unfair or abusive or simply as an angry outburst. But your Heavenly Father isn't like that. He delights in you and wants you to find the life your soul longs for. Proverbs says, listen to counsel and accept discipline, that you may be wise the rest of your days. When you look back at your story, it will be obvious that what ultimately defined your life was not whether or not you made mistakes or whether you lost your way from time to time. What will define your story is how you chose to respond in those moments, 
how you responded to the needed correction to get you back on the path of life. Proverbs states, poverty and shame will come to him who neglects discipline. But he who regards reproof will be honored. Give instruction to a wise man, and he will be wiser still. Teach a righteous man, and he will increase his learning. Let's bring in Dan and Jim. Let's talk about this. First of all, I did not know that you drove a tow truck in Los Angeles. I did. <laughs> and I don't think that this podcast is a place for you to constantly brag about your jobs, <laughs> your awesome jobs that you have. It was awesome. I could fill up the rest of the time with tow truck stories. You're highfalutin judge. You know what? Yes. So could I. <laughs> and secondly, I w- it's just amazing. What the heck? Sorry, it was that was the governor. Um, <laughs> amazingly, though, when you read the Proverbs, and this is what I find awesome about Proverbs, is Solomon literally was at the time was the richest person in the world. He had everything. He had every experience known to man. He was literally like the Elon Musk of that time. And here he is letting people know, look, this isn't the way to go. Solomon is a real person. Solomon actually existed. Solomon wrote the Proverbs. And and the fact that everything that he writes could be clipped out and given to any human being today, it hasn't lost anything off of it. It hasn't lost anything off its fastball. It's still, you know what I mean? It just shows how human nature never changes and how the Bible is such a great guide for life. Like I can read these and I can go, wow, that is so crazy. And it and it just shows how our relationship with God is like our kid's relationship to us. Like I don't know how many times I've told my kid, hey, listen, I was your age. I've been in this situation. Listen to me. This isn't going to turn out well. Well, but you're de- you don't know anything. It's just like God's been telling us for centuries, don't do this. And we're like, ah, what do you know? You know, <laughs> even though you have all mm-hmm. these people that are writing it down and telling you. Yeah. I just find this is what I love about the Proverbs. It is so relevant, and it will always be relevant because human nature will never change. I always thought with my own kids, I created a lot of security in them if they knew that if they stepped out of bounds, I was going to correct them. Not to be mean or unkind, but because I love them. And it's the same thing as a Christian. I'm fooling myself if I think I'm always going to get it right. Right. And sometimes I get off in the weeds, and I want God as a loving heavenly daddy to get me back on the path. But I have to be willing to accept that. I, I can't get all upset because God is correcting me. Absolutely. And Jim, I'd love to hear from you, but we're out of time right now, so I'm going to have to let you go. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. (laughs) All right. Well, you know, every time I try to figure it out myself, it's always a disaster. It's literally a honeymoon sketch. It's the honeymooners, where 
every time, and I try to now, and I I feel like I do a decent job, especially the last couple years. Is I always ask God. This is, I always go. Give me the thoughts you want me to have. Show me what you want to show me and let me say what you want me to say. And let me just be the vessel and I, I will hopefully it comes out the way it, you want it said perfectly. So I'm going to be full blown up front. It takes a lot for me to sit and, and listen and I get bored quick. So the way I always learned for, was either listening or driving or hearing from others so there, there's this other whole thing where you can learn from all different directions, but as long as it comes from that source, it always works out. The, the toughest place I'm in now, I had one of my daughters tell me the other day, I, I, I just want to let you know, I don't believe in God. <sighs> okay. And just like you said, though, he's always there. And I feel there's going to be a come, come a time. I think everyone reaches a point in their life, whether you believe or don't believe or, or, or you don't want to go to church or you don't want to look at the devil. There comes a time in life where a situation hits you. Most of the time, unfortunately, it is death. But when that hits you and the world goes, shakes you up and goes, do you see how quick this can end? Now. Would you like to get to know God? Because I'm always here, by the way. That is, that's, I think, unfortunately, a lot of people don't learn until that happens. But um, I could say I am, I'm pretty tuned in. All my decisions come from God. All my decisions. Or at least I, most of them. 80%. There's 20% that some people don't know about that, yeah. Don't come from him. Maybe come from Jim Brewer. But. Well, here's the deal. I, I'll be honest. I think that's one of the problems with society today. I was reading a thing the other day that 24% of millennials don't believe in anything. Right. They don't attend church. They don't. And 26% of the country identify as Christians. Right. But they're not. You know, if if a quarter of the United States stepped up and practiced their faith the way they should, mm. we could make a lot of changes in this world. But how many Christians know the basic tenets of, of anything? Right. And it's it's a shame that somebody say, I don't believe in God. Well, look at the world around them. The world around them is so ungodly, and they portray it. They portray this as fun. Oh, this is fun. You watch the shows today. It's all fun. This guy's sleeping with 13 different girls, and he's sleeping with whoever he wants. Oh, and it's fun. It's a big party. It's a big laugh. But at some point, you're going to have to cash that check. And the cash in the check isn't that fun. And if Christians would get off this whole thing about being so legalistic and rules and laws. Mm. The reason a lot of these people, it's like Jeff Foxworthy said last week, people would, that guy that he was talking to about Jesus would investigate Christianity, but it's just a bunch of rules. And where does he get that from? He gets that from people that call themselves Christians. And it's not a book of rules. 
It's about following Jesus Christ and the tenets of Jesus Christ, what Jesus Christ tells us to do. People forget it was the religious people that killed Christ. And people forget that, and that's and that's a shame. And I I hear what Jimmy's saying. And when you 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 look to God, you want to do the right thing. You want you want to do what God tells you to do. But like you said, Brian, you you, you try to, but sometimes you do the wrong thing. But the good news about it is, when you follow Jesus, He tells us we'll fall seven times and we'll get back up seven times. And that's the amazing thing about a relationship with Jesus, and a true faith in Christ. You'll know that you're going to slip up, but you're going to get back up and try again. And and you can weigh in on this, Brian, but I, it is a shame that there's kids all over that think that, but they live in a godless society, and there's not a lot of Christians that are stepping up and really helping. I, I, don't, I don't think there are some that are, but I mean— Sometimes you go to a church, you know, it's like on the internet. What a great place to spread the gospel on the internet, right? And I'll go on the internet sometimes that I follow some biblical guys, some some uh, Bible scholars on there who I like. They have all these theological squabbles on there, just back and forth about stuff that doesn't matter. And the unsaved, they'll go on there just to check out what they're saying. And it's like, well, I, you know, and sometimes I feel like chiming in going, hey, guys, you got the whole world on here. How about spreading a little death, burial, resurrection, put your faith in Jesus and try to follow Jesus Christ instead of debating some goofy issue. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a little bit like if you're, you and your wife go out to dinner with a couple single people, and the whole dinner, all you do is fight and fight and fight, and then at the end of the dinner, you look at them and you say, you know, you two should really think about getting married. <laughs> it's like, it doesn't look very attractive when all we do is fight. Absolutely. You no, know, here's what I felt for a long time. It's I felt like the great deceiver infiltrated every level of faith and God just every level, meaning the branches of this one and that, all these different religions, and what always happened, you have scandal here, and then this guy was just a money collector and blah, blah, blah. And then what that did was create people that saw that and didn't blame the people, they immediately blamed God. And it was a it was a brilliant. Uh, I shouldn't give him any credit, but a brilliant of Satan and the devil infiltrating. He's brilliant at infiltrating. And I honestly feel in this day and age, you have to get somehow trust that God's way will work. The issue with that is it has been so demonized. And yes, it's by the book. The book still works, meaning the Bible, but there has to be a new method. In other words, listen, there's so many people out there that say, I'm not religious, but, and they immediately just turn off God, Bible, and everything. How do you infiltrate those people? In other words, I talk to my kids about real life stories where I go, 
hey, you know, let me tell you about this story. And they'll just go, huh. And maybe that's the first step to get them to look at, uh, you know, this is because of Jesus. or this is because of God. There's a lot of people that just are so turned away and turned off by the structure. Even. Well, I think that's, I think that's what I was trying to say. The world is so wicked. And so, and so, yeah, (laughs) exactly. The world is so wicked and so ungodly, I think. So Jimmy's basically saying they're not going to read the Bible. Obviously they're not even going to understand. So how would, how would you go about giving the message to somebody like that? Yeah, I think it's going to come down to authentic believers that live in their neighborhoods, that work with them, that build relationships with them, that demonstrate to them there is a better way to live. There's a life of happiness. There's a life of joy. So I I agree. They're probably not going to walk in the doors and listen to someone like me, but they'll listen to a friend or a neighbor or coworker that they respect and they see that they seem to live more skillfully than they do. Hey, and I think that's a big reason why when Jesus says that we're all members of the church, we're all separate parts. We have different functions. That's why God reaches people in all different fields. You know, that's why you see certain rock and roll stars, all of a sudden they've got a faith in Jesus. Well, they can reach those people that were in that area. It's like this podcast. I think that some people are coming to listen to this. Well, what's he doing? What is this all about? And so you're reaching them that way. God works in all different ways, and we're all we're all part of the church, and we all have different functions. Brian can't reach the same kind of people that other people can reach in the entertainment community. Yeah, right. And, and so that's how other people can can understand what it's about just by our faith and how we live it out, especially now, especially in the world that we're living in right now, where you can literally see the book of Revelation playing out in front of our eyes. When you literally hear of the Bible and God talk about there'll be wars and rumors of wars and there'll be the signs are there. He basically says he's going to let us know by signs. And so if you are living in this world now and you you know Jesus and you love Jesus, act like it. Act like it. Because somebody's going to come up to you and they're going to say to you, with all this stuff going on, how are you so happy? How can you manage these horrible waters that we're trying to swim through and you've got you got a great relationship with your wife and your kids love you and and you're always happy uh, no matter what happens. You just got a great attitude about things. That's when you go, well, let me tell you a little something about a guy named Jesus and the faith that I have in him because he tells me this and you know what? I believe it. And they're going to want to know how they can attain that. And that, Jimmy, is how you reach other people, by a strong faith, by following, by understanding what Jesus did for us. its I'll be honest, it's not that complicated. Jesus was born for us, he died for us, and he rose again for us. That's it. That's the gospel. I got a great story for you. And and this goes right along there. So just recently, literally, just as an example, you know, someone sent me a a clip 
of someone. I won't say names or what it was or whatever. Uh, And long story short, it was someone promoting something. And in the promotion, the person talked about their feelings of, of the modern day. You should be whatever. You should give back whatever their beliefs were. I've clearly put mine out. And in this video, the person says, isn't it nice how we're all gathered here and we're safe because we did the most, we we did what we're supposed to do. We listened to the blah, 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 blah. And then he goes on and he says, which is why this isn't a show like a, and he names two, two country stars and then he throws me in the mix. And I went, oh, that was weird. He threw me in the mix. And then he goes... And that's why it's okay to wish these people to be dead. I went, whoa, whoa. And then he went on further to explain why it's okay to wish us to be dead. And then he goes on to criticize anyone who prays uh, because praying is no different than wishing nothing happened, blah, blah. And it's just, it was really dark. Now, my human reaction was, immediately i'm calling my friends i'm like find out where this guy's performing i'm gonna oh he wants to talk oh we're gonna talk you want to wish me okay so i went to my wife and i said d look at look at this look at this and she's watching the video and soon she you know she's watching okay all right he's putting his belief out and she went oh oh wow oh but the first thing she says, she said, Jim, he's lost. He, he doesn't have Jesus. He doesn't have God. He's so lost. Listen to him. He's wishing death. And so he lives in fear. He don't let his demonic way. Don't let wish him love and wish him that he finds God in Jesus. And I just could not. Although I know that answer. I got reassured. I put it out in a video, and the responses are still to this day. It's I put on Facebook and Instagram are overwhelming. People are pouring in from everywhere, saying, "You know what? I showed this to my kid. What you said. What your wife was right. We we're God. We're Jesus. We never even heard of you until this and this and this. And thank God, I never. My kid's not into God, but he saw what you said and blah 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 blah. So yes, you put it as far and wide, but and you need to surround yourself with someone that can constantly help you and put you in check because we do get lost once in a while. I was ready well, to go off the rails right there. I ain't gonna lie to you. Uh, absolutely, but you know. Proverbs talks about hanging with fools. You become fool. You know, it talks about it talks about just that. Make sure you're with people that lift you up, that can help you in your faith and stay away from those people that don't. I mean, you want to share the gospel with them and not be mean and love them. But you want to be with people that uplift you and strengthen your faith. And then next thing you know, one of those people will go, hey, how come you guys, all of a sudden now he's joining you guys. You know what I mean? And then you're growing and you're growing. I mean, that's how they did back in the day when Jesus had only 12 disciples. Look what it turned out into. It's all in the Proverbs. So let me close it by quoting my good friend Dan. If you're going to claim to be a Christian, act like it. 
Absolutely. Walk the walk. That's all for today's episode of Talkin' Truth. Comedian Jim Brewer will be back again next week, so be sure to join them as they talk truth about wisdom, the Bible, and life. And if you haven't subscribed yet, well, get her done. Today's Talkin' Truth is powered by GoTandem, the free spiritual fitness app. Download GoTandem today and get spiritually fit. Get her done.